Welcome to You Are Being Tested, Do Not Worry, with Marie ZQ. Marie is a motivational speaker and author who has survived difficult challenges. And after she survived cancer, she began to think deeply about her purpose in the world and her calling. Her goal in life is to help others. You can learn more about Marie at MarieZQ.com. We invite you now to join Marie as she opens with what she is grateful for today. Welcome to your being tested. Do not worry with Marie Zitomo Quintanilla, but you can call me Marie ZQ. I am so excited and grateful to be here today. Um, one of the things you guys know about me is I always start the show with what I'm grateful for. Today, I am grateful for God's grace, uh, wisdom that he has put in my heart and he's continued to do. Um, I am just grateful for being here, being alive and being healthy. Uh, with that being said, I hope you took some time today to be grateful for something. Um, I know we have a lot going on right now in the world, but there's always something to be grateful for, um, especially your health. As you all know, I went through cancer eight years ago and I almost lost my life. So uh, it's just amazing to see how I am still here. I have every reason to be grateful for, but I don't think you guys should wait until you're sick to really enjoy your life or be grateful. Um, just be grateful that you have good health, that you never had to go through cancer or anything like that. Um, there's always something to be grateful for. With that being said, today I invited a wonderful soul, a wonderful woman, the sweetest person. The moment I met her, I knew that I wanted to interview her. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about her. Her name is Tanya Memi, and she is an Emmy-nominated TV host. She is an entrepreneur. She's a mother, and she's just an awesome soul. Um, I met her through the National Association of Women, um, and I just fell in love with her. And I just want to welcome her to be here with us, and I'm so excited for her because she had announced to us a couple months ago that her show that she's been hosting for 10 years was canceled, but she's coming back on in September. So, Tanya Memi, how are you today, <laughs> doll? <laughs> I'm great. How are you? What I a am... beautiful introduction. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, you deserve it, my darling. You deserve it. Um, I just, I'm so excited to have you here today. I wanted, uh, as you know, you're being tested, do not worry, is a show where um, people come to listen to people that are doing well, but also to just share how did you get to where you are? Because sometimes when people look at you, especially as wonderful as you are. I look at you, you're smart, talented, pretty, you're a TV host. We always think, wow, she has it all together, but we really don't know your story. So I just want to take some time today that you would share with our listeners and um, and just give them, like, as you know, a lot of people are losing their jobs, they're losing their homes. So I just want you able to share with everyone, uh, some of the challenges that you had before you became the successful woman that you are today. And uh, I'm just really happy to have you on. So with that being said, Aww. yes. And with that being said, I just wanted to tell you, to ask you really, uh, what, what has you, how, how are you doing? First of all, before we start, how are you doing? 
Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm you know, it's so funny. I'm in Philadelphia right now because we're shooting 13 episodes. Um, we, we had it got picked up for season number one um, of the show called Sell This House. Yes. And, uh, like after because it was on the air for 10 years then we went off nine years and now we miraculously are back. We started shooting 20 episodes in February and then we were shut down because of COVID. Oh, no. We only got to the sixth episode yeah and now we're one of the first and few production companies that are back up and running and we're in philadelphia and we're shooting the rest of the 14 wow so i'm doing great i uh, mean i can you know i'm doing amazing because of that i'm so happy and blessed to be working when so many of us out there are not especially in this industry you know i'm, I'm very very thankful Amen, amen, amen. And I heard you say you guys were on for 10 years and then you were off for nine, you said? Yes. Wow. We were off for nine. Wow. Yeah. So with that being said, what was going through your mind when you were off for nine? Because I'm sure a lot of people are getting laid off right now. They're probably thinking, what were you thinking? I mean, when... Well, you know, it was it was interesting. I... I slid over into another show. So I was on Zeller's House for almost 10 years, really. And then I was um, also on another show called uh, Home and Family on Hallmark Channel. Okay. And so I slid right into that. So I was very, very fortunate. And my daughter was on the show with me, and I was host and a DIY expert on the show. And we, I loved, loved, loved my job. Um, but, you know, I was in a situation where the environment on the set and just wasn't it was actually very toxic at the time the entire mm -hmm. show now i will say completely changed and um the environment's different there's new i mean it's just a wonderful show to work on now but unfortunately it had gotten so bad to the point where i decided to leave the show and i i, I ended up quitting mm -hmm. um and and it was a show that i loved but i had to i was just very 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 unhappy with um having to go to work and hide from my boss. Oh, that's <laughs> and, horrible uh, feeling. Yeah, and I was basically living in fear and my um, of the environment that was set on, that was, you know, that I was faced with. And then I would go home to a marriage that was also the wrong marriage. And, I mean, I had been in this situation for about four or five years, and I just, uh, it really, really, really broke me down. Like, it broke my spirit. And mm. so one day I, I said to myself, if I go to set one more time and I'm just, obliterated like uh you know by a certain executive on the show verbally one more time i'm gonna quit and mm. i did and i wanted to set an example for my daughter mm. and set an example for other people that were going through the same thing mm. um and i was just i was broken i was worn out and little did i know that was only the beginning of a very huge spiral down because then i was out of work for five years um mm. all my agents dropped me the phone start, stopped ringing and I had no job no career I, I, I tried very hard to start some new companies I tried um, partnering with people I tried three different times to start you know one was a subscription business and mm. another one was skincare line and all this but when you're when you feel like you're in rock bottom it's not the time to be making these choices and I yes. chose all the wrong business partners and I wasn't in the right frame of mind to even make the right decisions. And so I basically, you know, five years of going through that, lost everything, lost, you know, I was down to basically not very much. It was really, really, really difficult. And I fell into depression and, mm. um, very difficult time. Yes. And yeah, 
so that's kind of what happened. But well, well, I know what it feels like, you know, to be at a work for a long time and have to go through a whole self-identity crisis. You know, yes. I didn't know who I was anymore for those years. Well, I have to tell you, I have to tell you, I love the fact that you took action when you knew you did not enjoy the environment and you just did. Because sometimes when we're going through or we're working somewhere where the environment is not right or we're being mistreated, we sometimes have a fear and we we just stick around and take it because we have a fear of the unknown. And I just love the fact that you just took faith. You just walked out on faith and said, you know what? I'm not being treated right. I'm going to go ahead and find something else. Um, what made you make that? I mean, what? I mean, I truly believe all of us make decisions sometime um, based on or feelings. What was going through your mind at the moment when you made that decision? I'm sure you, you had some fears, too. But what was the like the the decision that just made you go that's it i can't take it i have to go what what happened well, you know, that just you, pushed when it? you're in a situation like that you've been thinking about it for a long time you know you go to work and you're just you have a very toxic boss or a toxic environment with employees whatever it might be um and it's it's one of those things that you you have thought about and you're just oh i wish i could quit or just what am i going to do or i need to quit or just i can't take this thing like you you have like i had those thoughts but I loved my job. That yeah. was the thing. I loved being on the show. Mm. I loved the people I worked with. My daughter was on the show with me. Yeah. Um, but the environment was so toxic, and it caused a lot of competition between everybody. And um, there's a lot of uh, like just verbal, you know, it was just bad verbally with, with how I was treated anyway. I'm not going to speak for anyone yeah. else. But, yeah. Um, you know, and, and so it's one of those things where I made a firm decision that if I was ever literally yelled and screamed at to a point where, you know, you know, you felt uncomfortable are popping out of the neck and mm-hmm, screaming mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. no reason, really. Um, I just, I was already at a point in my life where I was very broken already with, you know, things that were going on in my marriage and my personal life and, and going to work and have to deal with this. It, it was really the, just the, the, the last straw was that day. And I knew walking out of his office that day that I was going to be quitting, you know. And it's funny, though. You, you, It was a hard decision to make. I just did it. I went out. You're right. It was all on faith. Like, I didn't have another job. I'm a single mm-hmm. mom. Um, at that point, I was already pretty much separated from my husband, uh, my ex-husband. Mm. And I had, you know, yeah, it was a huge step off that, you know, off that cliff. But I had no idea where I was going in my heart. I felt I was going up, but, you know, it was a long five-year journey down. Mm. <laughs> well, And then um, things started to turn around when I started to make certain decisions. But it took a long, long, long time to get there. There was a lot of self, uh, self-discovery, a lot of soul-searching I had to do. Ice Jewelry has carefully curated artisan jewelry, grounded in integrity and inspired by culture since 1987. Keep your womanly charm intact with exquisite adornments by Ice Jewelry. Be it to dazzle at a cocktail party with a chunky necklace or look graceful in a workplace meeting with a sophisticated statement piece. We are always ready to fulfill your needs with our brilliant collection. 
Our store features one of the most exciting collections of jewelry, created with a fine blend of art and fashion. Want to purchase highest quality fashion jewelry pieces without breaking the bank? Grab our designer rings with free shipping. Need help to choose a perfect gift or piece of jewelry? Our jewelry consultants are always ready to assist you. Choose from our collection of all of your favorite designers to find pieces that match your outfit, style, and personality. Our summer sizzling sale is going on right now. What better time is there to adorn yourself with earrings, bracelets, necklaces, gemstone jewelry, and rings from Ice Jewelry? Visit icejewelry.com and keep dazzling. I truly believe that in life, when we're going through hardship, I do feel that it's a time for us to sit back and maybe think about what can I learn from this experience or what am I learning from this experience? How can I take this experience to make my life better? I mean, uh, when I was going through my testing time with cancer, uh, lost my job, lost my place, I really had to sit back and really not just take some time off to do some self-care, but also reading the Bible and really thinking about what what's my next move, right? Mm-hmm. Did yeah, you, totally. What Did you feel the same way where you felt like, let me just take some time out for myself here and work on myself while I'm waiting for my next blessing, for my next awesome job to come along? Well, I don't know if I was waiting for anything. It was more, it was kind of the opposite with me. I kept like trying this and trying that and trying this and trying that. And when you realize nothing's working because you're not coming from a powerful place inside. You're coming yes. from a very weak place. You're making decisions out of desperation or out of, I need money, I need money, I need to pay my rent. I mean, it's all out of fear-based. You know, yes. you're not coming from a powerful position. That's so the key. I just sat back and I thought, well, um, what are my gifts? Like, what do I have to offer? Because everything I'm trying isn't working. And the one thing I always knew I could do is I love interviewing people. Like, I'm a host. That, that I, that's, my, that's what I've been doing for 25 years. And I love interviewing people. So... I decided to start my podcast called Life Masters. Yes. And, in my, in, and that's really what turned it all around because when you're in your rock bottom and you're in that low to the low, nobody's there to save you. You have to save yourself. You're the one who nobody's going to hand you $50,000 and say, here, here you go, or 100000 and say, there's your paycheck for the year. Or, you know what I mean? Like nobody's going to be there and just like give you a job until yes. they do. But, the energy needs to shift and your focus needs to shift a little. Um, people don't want to be around people that are in a bad mood or that are just really complaining all the time. Or and angry. People. Like, yeah. And I was playing the victim for a while. And until I decided that I wanted to learn from, I, I thought, well, nobody's here to help me. So I got to help myself. So how am I going to get out of this? So I decided to do an interview, a hundred people that hit rock bottom mm-hmm. that got out of it. Because I wanted to know how they got out of it. <laughs> and then you even had a show about it. That's the amazing part about it, is you had a show, not just that you learned from it, but you also helped a lot of people um, overcome some of their struggles. Um, so with, can you tell us a little bit more about that show? Maybe some of the interview that you did that uh, really you can still remember through that till now? Yeah, like, well, the show's still on. It's, it's called Life Masters, okay. and it's my podcast, but it's a video podcast, right? So there's a video aspect to it that I shot in a studio, but then when COVID hit, I put everything, you know, through Zoom now. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I interviewed the most. I mean, I interviewed a guy, uh, a gentleman. His name is Blake Leeper. So, for example, Blake was born with no legs, mm. but he qualified for the Olympic team. 
Okay, mm. and this is the Olympic team against other other uh, team members that have legs. So mm. he's he's been breaking all these records, and I mean, the interview with him was unbelievable because I've interviewed so many people that have had these unfathomable life circumstances, and here I am complaining that you know I was out of work for five years, like. It really put things in perspective, and to learn the mindset that Blake had training and training and training and all the pain he went through from all the prosthetics that he had to get made and then changed and this and how, like, just that all the different situations that he's been on and then him qualifying for the Olympics, and then, you know, he also, there was a time there, I don't know what happened now, but they were trying to disqualify him from the Olympics. Mm. Because, because they were saying he had a competitive advantage mm. of the prosthetics. Wow. So I don't know what happens moving forward. If uh, um, I'm not sure, but yeah. it was uh, at that point in his life. And so he, he just got this will to, to win and to keep going. And it's, he's amazing, you know? What do you think it was his motivation? Do you think it was because he... Just it was a passion, or he just felt like I I need to do this. I can't let my um, not I can't let somebody else tell me I can't do this. What do you think his motivation was from the interview that you got from him? I think that Blake is very much he's a competitor. He's a, he's a sportsman. You know, he's he that's his will for, for for life. I mean, he just he knows. I think the thing is deep down inside, he knows he can do it. Yes. Like yes. there's that little seed inside of all of us that when you're at the lowest of the low, mm-hmm. you know, you have to grab onto that little seed inside See. and you got to hold it tight. Exactly. And you just got to keep moving forward. Exactly. You know, and I think that that's what, where Blake comes from as well as most of us it comes from. Yes. And I think yeah. our mindset and also or for me, I would say our faith is really from what I'm hearing from what you're telling me is you walking on on faith and just saying, hey, I'm going to go out there in his case, too. And in my case, I felt like my faith really helped me a lot. Um, I think you are right when we're going through our hardships or when we're going through a struggle, we really need to just believe that we're going to be OK and not go into the poor me and I, I don't know if I can do it. And I love the fact that you just went on, you took, you know, you weren't, even though you were scared, but you just had faith and you went out and now look at you, you're back on air. And I just want to hear more about your project coming back. So tell us um, a little bit more. When is it going to air? What channel? So we can have all the <laughs> listeners Join you along. Happened. Oh my goodness! My whole life turned around, and honestly, like eight months. I was it was spiraling down for five years, and then I started this whole new path, and it all changed. Honestly, less than eight months. I, I it was a miracle. Amen. And one day, you know, I have a beautiful relationship now. I have a new man in my life. We're moving into a new home in, in the Palisades. Sorry, it, I had to it, do it that. Be more, <laughs> I couldn't be more filled with love. My relationship with my daughter is amazing. My relationship with my ex-husband is amazing, and. Um, it, so then I get a call from A&E last October and they just said, you know, we think you're fabulous. And yes. honestly, I was on my last leg when they called. Like, yes. really was. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, we want to bring the show back. So uh, what do you think of that? <laughs> I said, no, I mean, I fainted. Did you cry? Uh, I mean, I probably oh, would cry. <laughs> I cried for weeks. I cried for weeks. It was like. It was better than winning the lottery. Yeah, it wasn't about the money. It was about all the years of 
you know, training and all the shows I've done, all the experience. I've, my whole life has been towards just, you know, doing what I do. And, and I realized at 49 years old, it's mm. not over. I yes. thought it was over for me. I really did. It's not over. It is not over, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited for but you. I, yeah, <laughs> thank you. So the show is... The more episodes, we had episodes come out this summer, but more are coming in. We only got six done, so we could only air six. We were supposed to air 20. Yeah, but like you said, (laughs) said, some people are not even allowed to do, like, taping right now on COVID-19. A lot of um, shows are not doing anything. I can't even believe that you got this amazing opportunity to get back to work and even do sex. I I mean, I'm just so happy for you. Yeah, well, we're doing 14 in Philly, um, but no, it was only because we have a very small crew, mm-hmm. and we've all been, like, I had to come here to Philly, I had to, you know, not only did I have to um, quarantine myself, but we've all been tested, we all have to get our temperature taken before that, we all have to, I mean, I'm literally locked up here in an Airbnb for the entire three months, I'm not allowed to see my family, I'm not allowed, I can't even go see my daughter, like, it's, it's a huge mm. sacrifice. Yeah. Um. But, you know, uh, everybody's on board. I talk to her every day, and and it's just it's a blessing to be working. And right now, this is the sacrifice I have to make. Thank yes. God for, you know, FaceTime. Yes, but yes. She's so proud of me. She's nine years old, and she talks to me every day, and she's, you know, so proud of her mom because her mom's working again on I TV. I love she's that. I mean, yeah. I love the fact that you're being that example to your daughter. I think it's so important as women you know, for us to show our daughters that we're able to balance a home and be and be able to go out there also and work. And I think that's really important. And I'm sure she's very proud of you. And I don't want to lose this moment. Please tell the listeners what channel, what time, what day are they going to be able to see your show? <laughs> Sell this okay, house. So all I know right now uh-huh. is that new episodes are mm-hmm. coming out in September. September. But it's on the A&E Okay. Network. It's on A and E Network. Okay. And it's also on um, FYI channel. So you have to have cable right now to see the episodes. Okay. So it's on A and E, and it's on A and E on um, on on Saturday afternoon. Okay. Okay, around ten o'clock, something like that. Okay. And on FYI, Monday night. But it depends on where you're at in the country and in Canada and wherever else it's airing. So you basically have to go to the a channel and see where. You can search it. You can search Sell This House okay. with Tanya Many, and it will come up. Okay, perfect. But, um, it's a super fun show. We're having a blast. It's a quirky little home design show. People like I, I can't People, wait to turn on. For Emmy, so it's a cute show. Yes, I can't <laughs> wait to turn on. And I just, can you please give them your social media also so they're able to connect with you that way? I know you have a Facebook page that they can follow you that way too. Yeah, so, well, my Instagram page is really where I post most of my stuff, and that's Tanya Memi Official. So, at Tanya Memi, M-E-M-M-E, Official. Make sure you go to that one and not any other one. Well. And then the other one is, uh, what's that? <laughs> you know, what's the other one? What's the other one? We want to know. Oh, Facebook. Okay. Facebook is just um, Tanya Memi Official again. So, just, you Google my name, you'll see me there in a pink dress. Beautiful pink dress, by the way. Yeah. 
I love it. But I just want to tell you, I am so honored that you came and share your story. And we're very excited that after everything that you've been through, nine years of break from the show, now you're coming back strong, more inspired, more beautiful than ever. And I just want to oh, tell you, you, I can't wait to see you every week. And sky's the limit for you. And uh, thank you for your time. And thank you for sharing with us. Thank you. You're the best. You're the best. Thanks Make it a great day. Bye. <laughs> okay, bye. You're listening to You're Being Tested. Do not worry. The show encompasses the truth behind the struggles everyone goes through in life and how faith will help anyone get past life's challenges. Listeners can contact Marie by sending an email to thetest at mariezq.com. That's the test at mariezq.com. Join our Facebook group called You Are Being Tested or connect with Marie directly at her personal Facebook page at Marie Cecile Zutomu Quintanilla. You can follow our Twitter page at You're Being Tested. That's Y-O-U-R Being Tested. And follow us on Instagram at You Are Being Tested. And for more inspirational and motivational advice, subscribe to Marie's YouTube channel at Marie ZQ.